This sermon was recorded at the Church of Christ, Wheeler area, located at 1500 South Allen L. Bean Boulevard in Wheeler, Texas. Our regular meeting times are at 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. each Sunday. Come join us as we seek to worship God in spirit and in truth. Is the world becoming more negative? When you're driving, what do you think about? What thoughts cross your mind? Do you think that everyone is a good driver? Do you ever think that maybe they've had a bad day? Or that they've lost a loved one? What do you say? What are your actions? What about when you watch the news? How do you feel when you watch the news? What do they report? Is it good news? Bad news? Does it put you in a good or bad mood? What thoughts cross your mind? So the law of cognition basically says what you think impacts what you believe. And that impacts how you feel. And that impacts what you do. I'll say that again. What, in, what you think impacts what you believe, and that impacts how you feel, and that impacts what you do. So how you think impacts what you believe, and what you believe impacts how you feel, and that impacts what you do, your actions. Negativity is toxic. So if you do a job... And 10 people tell you that you did a really good job. And then one person tells you you did a bad job. When you think back on that job you did, do you think about the 10 people that told you you did a great job? Or do you think about the one person that told you you did a bad job? If you go to a ball game... And in the first quarter, three or four people are hollering about how bad the officials are. Second quarter, five or ten. By the fourth quarter, everybody's hollering at them. Negativity rubs off. If we're not careful, it becomes a habit. So how do we combat this? We have to silence negativity. Where does negativity start? It starts in our thoughts. In Proverbs 4 and 23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. We have to be careful how we think because it shapes our lives. It shapes how we think. In Proverbs 2 and 5, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. We need to remember who we serve at all times, in every situation. Show restraint when things don't go the way we think they should. In 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, 
but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Carnal. Our weapons are not carnal. Our weapons are not of the flesh. In Romans 8 and 6, For to be carnal-minded is death, but to be spiritually-minded is life and peace. When you think of peace, what do you think of? Quiet, clear thoughts? What should we think on? In Philippians 4 and 8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Our thoughts control everything. We have to control our thoughts because they lead to what we say. In Matthew 15 and 18, But those things which proceed out of, out of the mouth cometh forth from the heart, and they defileth the man. Where did it come from? It cometh from, from, forth from the heart. It was a thought. And then it ended up in our speech. And it defiled the man. In Ephesians 4 and 29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that may minister grace unto the hearers. Matthew 5 and 37, but let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than, the, more than these cometh of evil. Keep your promises. Be a man or woman of your word. In James 2 and 18, Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith but without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Your thoughts and what you say will also bring forth actions. In Luke 14, 26 through 33, If any man come unto me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, in his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. We cannot hold anything back about our service to Christ. His own life also. This is selflessness. Continuing on there in 27, and whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it, lest happy after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him. Saying this, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going to make war against another king, sitteth not down first, and consulteth whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that come against him with twenty thousand? 
or else while another is yet a great way off, he sendeth an ambassage and desire conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath cannot be my disciple. We need to count the cost of what it means to be a disciple. So what did Jesus do? In Philippians 2 and 7, But he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. The king of kings, lord of lords, made himself of no reputation and the form of a servant. These were the actions of our Lord because he was thinking about what? In Luke 2 and 49, I must be about my father's business. Jesus knew what he needed to be doing. We have to silence negativity so that we can be about the father's business. It starts with our thoughts, it moves to our speech, then it shows in our actions. In John 10 and 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. The devil distracts us through our thoughts and then it will reflect in what we say and how we act. So how do we defend ourselves? In Ephesians 6, 11 through 17, it tells us how to defend ourselves. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take... Ye unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the day of evil and having done all to stand stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth and having the breastplate of righteousness and having your feet shrod with the preparation of the gospel above all taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Looking back there in 16, above all, taking the shield of faith. This is the Bible where we're able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. We take that shield and we hold it up, knowing the word of God, so when he throws those fiery darts at us, because how do those fiery darts come at us? Through our thoughts. It starts with a thought. We have to silence negativity with the word of God. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you have questions about what you have heard or would like to know more information, 
please contact us by emailing cfcwheelerarea at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook or Instagram and send us a message there.